What's up, guys, everybody? Welcome to Scrap Time. It's been a minute. We haven't done an episode like in a month, so apologies there. Oh, Ben's fault. Myself. Yep. My, it's me. It's my fault. It's a collective error fault. But no, nope, it's fault. all your fault. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, the Goach, Mr. Uh, James Crowder. Just recently came back from Ultra's Warzone. We'll talk about that. But we do have a guest. This is our first. We haven't done ever done a Warzone episode. Chris and I have been wanting to do him for a while. And we got some bangers for you. We're starting off with the guy who won World Series of Warzone last year in trios. And then this year won solo YOLO at the event. We got Skullface. So uh, how you doing, bro? Uh, I guess to, to both of you, Skull first, like how was your trip to London? Like, do you uh, enjoy being overseas? Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been to London before, so I kind of, you know, was expecting everything. I didn't, you know, it was a great time. <laughs> Did you go like with a family like, trip or was it like a, like a East West? Uh, I know. I just went with uh, two of my boys and we just backpacked around Europe. No, that's oh, sick, bro. That's, that's so so. That's yeah. so dope. I've heard, I've I've talked to a few people that have done that shit, and that sounds like an experience, like in itself. Oh, like that's got to be awesome. nuts, right? It was awesome. Oh my god, it was awesome. How old were you when you did it? I did it this year. Oh, you did it this year? Yeah. Wow, oh wow. shit. I, I I had some time because nothing was happening. In the <laughs> I'm like, wait, that's actually go. crazy. How how long did you go for? A whole month. Whole month. Like you didn't stream or anything. Like you were just fucking yeah. vibing out. I just, just photos, just taking yeah. photos, no streaming. Oh shit, dude, that's fucking dope. Yeah, no, yeah. So you, so you knew what you were doing over there in Europe, dude. So many of the Warzone players, especially because like a lot of them are younger kids that like have it's just lost. never, yeah, have never been like outside of the states for just. They were tripping about the food. They were going crazy. They had no <laughs> idea what was going on, bro. They didn't know what yeah. they were doing, bro. That's funny. Bro, the, the funniest thing about the food thing is like everybody went to go try Nando's. And my subs, because I got a bunch of subs live in London, they're like, bro, they literally picked the Westfield Mall. Nando's is probably the worst Nando's in London. And people were saying, like, the chicken was bad, the service is bad. And people were like, yeah, because they went, they picked literally the worst location to go to if you wanted to experience it. I mean, I've never but, been to Nando's still. Really? Yeah. I, but yeah. I, I was going to say, I feel like, listen, I've been to Nando's the first time, like, years back when we went to one of the tournaments. But, like, I mean, Nando's is just like chicken and, like, some fries and some other stuff. Like, I don't think it's like, a must go when you go to Europe. Like I, I feel like I'd rather experience like the restaurants that like the city that you're in has to offer. You know, I feel like people yeah, made a mistake by doing Nando's and expecting like this godlike thing. It's it's like when people go to Cali and they try and they get they get in and out. It's like yeah, you can get yeah, in and out, and that's obviously not. It's like you know that's not a bad play, but like bro, that's not like everything California has to offer type thing. It's just like I don't know. I feel like people are you tripping know what about happens, Nando's. Chris, you know what well, happens is. In this community, and I'm talking the Call of Duty community, the gaming community, mm -hmm. people love their chains, especially chains they can't go to because they're not in their town. They talk it up like it's the fucking French laundry or like fucking, <laughs> I don't know, pick your favorite Michelin star restaurant. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's good, but, but, it, but it's like a FOMO thing because you travel, you know, people did it here in Columbus. We have this chain and it's in LA too uh, called Baby Bop. And whenever the pros used oh. to come here for the league, they went to Baby Bop and they gassed the fuck out of Baby Bop and Baby Bop's eye. It's I. All right, wait. BB like, Bop, BB Bop is not bad, but it's yeah. I mean, it's just like average food. It's just yeah, like a fast food spot. It's, yeah. it's a fast food spot. Yeah. But people, people gas it because they're trying it for the first time. They like it, and they can't necessarily get it when they get here. Yeah, there are a couple of Nando's in the U.S., but I think they're mostly in like Maryland and Virginia. Mm -hmm. like I actually they're, they're have mostly, a Nando's by yeah. name. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Uh, are you? Uh, you're you're East Coast, right? Yeah, I'm Central. You're, oh, you're Central. Okay. Yeah. No, dude. I I know there's a few. In the states, but yeah, freaking, I don't know. I, I just feel like yeah, I feel like Nando's is, it's like 
it's it won't let you down but yeah i just feel like there's so many other places to go out and eat and stuff like there were a few war zone people that like actually went out into the city though and like explored a little bit i saw some pictures and stuff so some people did it right but it's it's just tough because they probably you guys are probably staying like in the park right but we were yeah. we were literally like, the stratford city like westfield mall like that we were yeah. right there like like literally like right there like really really close to the arena like walking distance it was where we stayed it's did you go to CWL on the CWL London in 2019? No, I had to go with Taz to fucking. Oh well, that's yeah. where we stayed, so that's where we were last yeah. time too. So it was super fun. I had to go to Atlanta that weekend. Yeah, no. But yeah, dude, London was dope for me too. Probably. I had fun. I thought it was sick. Like again, like the whole entire experience was crazy. I mean, Skull, like, was that your first ever pretty big land that you've been to? That first land ever. First land ever. Well, holy shit! Oh, what a first land plane. Yeah. So yeah. I so went to the CDL one. Which one? Which CDL uh, did you go to? Oh, you did. Big, the one in oh, Vegas. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I went there. That's dope. Yeah, freaking. Yeah, fucking, dude. So you have a good, you have a good experience on land. You like land tournaments, then? But oh yeah, I love land tournaments. That uh, Why yeah, that? that that setup though, as like a player, just from like back in the day to like playing, and then like now, it was crazy, Ben. Yeah, it, it, I wish you were like there. They did a really good job with the setups, and like everything went pretty smoothly. But like having 150 people like on the stage with the crowd and everything, they 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 did a good job. They, they did a well, very good job. So I think there's two factors that go into that. One is, I know from like the Rob, Belk, Matt Reschke, like side on Activision, they've been trying to do this land event for like three years. When I was at Esports Engine, we were talking about this with Rob way back in the day, like first season of World Series of Warzone. It was Twitch Rivals X World Series of Warzone. Mm. But obviously COVID threw a wrench in a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they finally were able to pull it off. And second, on the Esports Engine side, I think a lot of people that y'all probably interacted with had worked some or all of the Apex events that had happened in the UK over the last few months. So they're very experienced with handling, mm -hmm. you know, not only like your normal abilities as people in production, comp ops, but just working in these like mega setup environments where 150, 100 people yeah. are playing at the same time and just juggling all of that. But I'm glad to hear that, like, at least from your resident, it sounded like the setups were good. There were minimal issues. It seemed like on the broadcast, they didn't have any major delays. No, so. they didn't. Yeah, they, 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 they did a great smooth. job. Yeah, it was smooth. The the even the PCs again, like getting like one forty to one sixty frames. I would say, if I remember correctly, what was, that, what was in the PCs? Did you like thirty eight? Thirty eighty Ti, I think. Yeah, they they, they posted it. I, I it, it. They they were good PCs. Like yeah. they were like uh, so like obviously I'm sure some creators had better PCs at home, but also I think uh, I think my two teammates Nico and Dez had worse PCs at home. Like some people were like going to the event like upgrading in the sense playing on those setups. So they did they did a good job with everything. So. I had a lot of fun, but before we get into some of the stuff I see on the Allied Men, I want to go. Where did you like come from in gaming? I, I guess like because I've so the first I've ever, I know you played obviously Warzone One. I know you you, you won the World Series. I, I know that, but like the first I played against you and like really I guess like more figured out like who you were and all that stuff is we I played against you in like a Warzone One for Dance Custom tournament. It was like a duos tournament. I'm pretty sure you actually won B2 my team yeah. to win the game. I'm almost positive you did. And yeah, I, I, I dominated those duo turns. Yeah, no. So and I'm Lord, almost positive, man. like, we were about to win the game. We had a really good game, and I think you 1v2'd us, and you ended up winning that. And then, like, that was, like, the first I, like, obviously started, like, competing back then. And then, but, like, where, like, I guess in gaming, like, where did you start? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did you get into all this? I'm, I'm curious. Well, oh, for, wait. Uh, did you think I was cheating? No. When I 1v2'd? No, see, but I'm not, I'm not one of the people... Most of the time, even like with the shifty stuff, like I wasn't super into the Warzone comp side of things, yeah. but like I've seen how good people can be in the CDL kind of thing where like, I don't really think a lot of people like I, I'm usually 
the person to give them the benefit of the doubt, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I, I didn't think you were cheating. Nah, you're you're undergassing yourself, bro. You made a career of taking young players and developing. Well, that's what I mean. But yeah, but people yeah. thought, yeah, exactly. Sell you yeah. people said sell was cheating. I like I no, like so there's there's a lot of times where like people are very like they like to gatekeep talent or just sometimes because I, I don't know if they're scared or something. I don't know. But we'll we'll talk about that later. But yeah, so I didn't think you were cheating. But yeah, where did you like start? Like what got you into all this shit, dude? Well, like I always played COD as a kid. Mm -hmm. like, my first COD I was playing when I was six, Call of Duty World War. Jesus. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> six? My, my, yeah. My older cousins played, then like then <laughs> my, my, my older brother, he got an Xbox for his birthday. So me and him would, you know, share playing World at War. You guys fight and, over the Xbox to play, bro? You guys had to like fight for playing time? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's funny. brutal. We were getting. <laughs> That is so we took funny. it to the extreme. Oh, dude, sure. I, extreme. I had a few friends that had the similar similar situations where like it was one Xbox and two or three brothers, and like it was like whoever gets their fucking play time. Like, dude, there was some fucking <laughs> some brutal fights over it. So I know what you mean. But yes, yeah, so, dude, yeah. just, wait. If you played when you're six, how old are you? I'm 21. Jesus, bro, everyone is so young, Ben. Bro, how old do you think I was? Fuck. I thought I thought you were like 20, like 23. So like not like not like like older like in the sense of that, but like everyone I talk to, including you, is anywhere from like 21 to 19. Bro, Shifty's 19. Uh, uh, dude, I'm pretty sure I was talking to Nate Dog. He was, I think he said he was 20. Like, bro, so many competitors are just young, bro. Even like I'm pretty sure I, I forget what's the Sage told me his age too. He was really young. Like, I don't know, bro. You guys makes me feel fucking it happens, old. It happens to a lot of BRs, though. Like, Apex got a lot of young gamers. Fortnite had a lot of young well, gamers. Well, makes sense. It really kind of broke out, yeah. Because you had, like, basically in all these BRs, you had, like, you know, the older guard of people that moved over from other games or other, like, adjacent titles, and mm. they were good. Like, I'm talking about... Oh, like, yeah. You know, yeah, it makes sense. rated guys like that, and they're still good now, but then, obviously, you get the younger generation, they come in, they start getting, yeah. you know, chuckled and things, and, yeah. Okay. You don't look 21, Skullface, I'll tell you that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when I went to You're Vegas, like, I, no one believed I was 21. People were like, I thought you were like 25. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I'm, I'm, I just started like, like no. <laughs> like, I, I would have been in Vegas way uh, if I if I was 25. That was my first time in Vegas. Vegas is so fun what, too, especially uh, when you just turned 21. Yeah. So, so when you were grinding all those cods like World of War, did you did you used to play like S and D tournaments like GBs? Like no. when you kind of start playing the real competitive side of things? Uh, Verdansk. I, I like I always played Call of Duty and always, you know, I always pub stomp. Like I yeah. always want to be on top of leaderboard, always always took it serious. And I, I yeah, I would watch YouTubers and like whatnot, like but I never thought, you know, like that could be me one day playing mm -hmm. for money. And I it started, yeah, in Verdansk, I started streaming because of COVID, of course. And like I was playing with my friends and my friends were terrible. Oh my god! That sadly, that was like one of the greatest arcs is me leaving my friends. I remember playing with them one day, and I raged so hard I was screaming at them. I'm like, I'm fucking done. I'm leaving. <laughs> I joined a PS4 uh, PS4 community, and I started you know playing with like better Verdance players. Yeah, and that just got me in it. It's like, oh, like I'm actually pretty good. So yeah. I just kept on playing with Verdance players. Play with one group, got better than them. Go to a different group, just kept on going, going. Yeah. So I found like a group I like. That's pretty similar to how like works in the CDL world too. You eventually yeah. leave your friends. You have that arc where you're like, all right, my boys are not cutting it. And then you try and find yeah. like your own team and shit too. So even early for dance, I was just pub stomping. Like mm -hmm. I still didn't think I could compete, you know? Yeah. Until like, until I started playing CMGs, one of my friends, classic pain, he's like, 
yeah, let's play the CMG tournament. And we, we end up doing well in it. We came in second because I, I accidentally crashed the vehicle in the storm. So we died to gas. <laughs> <laughs> but, but after that, we did win. We won our credits back. Yeah. It was that's like, good. We won our credits back. So just kept on playing CMG and I, I, I started winning money. I remember playing the CMG tournaments 10 hours going upstairs. It's like, oh, just ah, grinding a hundred bucks. Yeah. I just made a hundred bucks today. I caught for ten, a 10 hour shift. But it was just, <laughs> it, it wasn't about them. It was, it was just like, I could actually make money on the game, mm -hmm. which was crazy to me. It's just like, oh dude, I love this. Cause I love playing COD. Like I always loved Call of Duty. Yeah. That's dope. That's, that's, that's pretty cool too. And it's like, yeah, like you were just like pub stomping the natural competitiveness of that. And then yeah. literally it's like all the CMG stuff. So, uh, with your, you said your mom, like, do you, did your parents support like how much you were grinding at, at the time? I guess like more towards the CMG side, like, you know, like when you started playing a lot, like how did that work? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they definitely supported, uh, I, they started, I, I would say they supported my streaming before mm -hmm. my competitive, because uh, I used to play with, uh, Barstool Sports, Smitty, White Sox, and yeah. Dave, Glenny Balls. Yeah. And they, they did like try out Tuesdays and, uh. Like I got in like in the common man crew. That's what they called their crew. Mm. And I was just like stream so much. And uh, I was working construction like one summer, like in high school, working construction. And my, my parents actually brought it up to me. He's like, do you want to quit your job? I'm like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, bro. Right, right there. And then I just started streaming and yeah, they, they, they were very supportive. Yeah, that that's awesome because yeah, you, a lot of the times you hear like the opposite story. The sense like you kind of have to like prove it the other way, like where it's like yeah. I can do this. But yeah, that's fucking dope. So W parents right there. You want to quit your yeah, job? Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, I want to play Call of Duty more. And now look oh, I was gonna I was good at the construction though. Okay. Yeah, I I would wear the beater. Yeah. And just I did demolition. Oh like, shit! You're fucking shit up. Yeah. I just <laughs> carry around a sledgehammer all day and just tear down walls. <laughs> you were fucking shit up that's funny yeah dude my uh my dad worked construction his whole life he actually recently just stopped and like yeah he he would dude it was like the opposite for me in the sense like he would always like try and get me to go with him when i was gaming and i was just like i was just like trying not to I'd be like hell no bro i want to stay home and fucking game when i was younger dude like during the summers and shit when we had times that's just fucking funny bro dude that's sick and, though and yeah and this was i was still in high school at the yeah time you were younger too, yeah. during covid mm. So it's just like, I don't know, it was new to them too. Like they yeah. did not understand. Well, it was new to like all of us, to be honest. Like that's yeah. when like gaming, I feel like gaming took a huge jump during that time. I feel like yeah, it was think, like relatively new for, to a lot of people. And especially too, that, uh, the Fortnite tournament, uh, that oh, one, yeah. uh, Booga won mm -hmm. three mil. And that was like, nuts. What? 16 year old just won $3 million playing a Fortnite. Yeah, that was I think crazy. that just changed everything. It's like, okay, like. Well, that showed a lot of parents and people yeah, parents, in general yeah. that like, yeah. yo, gaming is like crazy. Like that could be your 16 year old winning three mil. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like that is nuts. So I, yeah, I think I that was a big step, dude. In, in retrospect, that seems kind of crazy at the time because, you know, we haven't seen a publisher put, I mean, they put a hundred million dollars down in prize money over the course of a year and a half in Fortnite. And they made a lot of young kids millionaires and then they pulled it all away. And now you see the Fortnite scene, but. Yeah, that was crazy how they it was, did it. It was that. a big, it was a big cultural moment because I went at the time I was working for Phase. I'd gone to Miami with with uh, Chris and them. Um, I, uh, well, Chris was there with Hundred Thieves. We'd gone to a WWE playoffs event, and then I flew to 
the Fortnite World Cup. And that was a crazy event because just experiencing all the pop culture stuff going around that event in esports, I was like, okay, well, it's starting to really just get a hold of things. And obviously COVID then kind of hit next year and kind of put a pause on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Which kind of unfortunate. Uh, I mean, we can kind of yeah. keep going. So like, what, what was your, what was your first, like, so you were doing CMGs, grinding tournaments, as far as like the invitationals, the big 20 Ks, 50 Ks, like what was your first win and what was it like winning that tournament? Uh, my first w- big win out of CMG is I, I met Wars playing a CMG tournament mm-hmm. and, uh, I ended up doing really good. Uh, we, uh, we won the final, we won that tournament and like next day he texts me, he's like, yo, uh, there's this, uh, the Vic star tournaments. Yeah. Like, I remember those. A, it, was, it was like yeah. a qualifier in like two weeks and he's, he didn't have a duel at the time and he was like trying out and he gave me a shot and we end up, he didn't even drop a map in the big star qualifier oh shit so like wars was one of like the first like people that i oh, guess yeah. gave you like more of like a like yeah, a step okay. he, into the big like into yeah, the bigger he, put me, he put me on the map mm-hmm. wars that's pretty dope bro that's crazy i didn't know it was wars i think that would have been the last person i guessed if you asked me to guess like one of your first like teammates that i would like obviously like know from like some of the, like, the bigger tournaments that's pretty crazy i do know classic pain's name though too i do know him but um yeah, yeah that's wild so, yeah, we, we end up winning uh i think six or seven k yeah and, oh my god my parents were like <laughs> what <laughs> like, <laughs> like they they had mind blown like honestly like all my friends came over had a at my friend all my friends came over uh one of my friends he gave me a like i don't know he has like his parents like has his own like whiskey or bourbon mm-hmm. and i'm i told him it's like okay like i'm not gonna drink this now but when i want when i win something big i'm gonna drink this <laughs> with you so he's all, he's at college right now, but I'm I'm gonna drink that with him when he comes back. Because, uh, hey, solo yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Because awesome. I think you I think you just yeah. won the biggest shit that you could have win yeah. right there, bro. That shit was uh, dude. So I, I still yeah, no, I still but, can't uh, believe that, bro. That's so nuts. But like, for you, it's kind of crazy, Chris. Like mm. you know, we don't really think about it. I mean, Chris, your your what was your first big like tier one land win, and how much did you win? My first place. F- my first big tier one land win was UMG Dallas with Tommy Wazuma, and we won. $2,500 each, which I just made for getting 17th at Wars, Wars World Series of Warzone. Yes. So yeah, I, yeah. The, my first big land win was $2,500 each, yeah. Which it, is it a lot different. It just speaks towards... Uh, what I think is interesting about the Warzone scene is... And, and I, I think it's not discussed really enough, I think, is how much I think Activision marketing support dollars are like pumped in mm. to support the beginning of a lot of these creator careers. And I'm not just talking about like pure competitors. I'm talking about people that have now pivoted out yeah. Their core like Warzone creators, like a lot of that money I think came from the investment that Activision Marketing did on these big 20k, 50k, sometimes 100 ks It started with the kill races, and then obviously customs came in a little bit later. Um, and and allowed people to make a career doing this. So I think that's simple because you know, lands. I mean, you were playing for 20k prize pool on land four years ago. Yeah. We're doing that online almost, I mean, at the peak almost every day. I mean, oh dude, online tournaments now year. are crazy. Bro, it's even like what Skull is talking about in Verdansk, like Bro, I'm hoping, like, I think we're all hoping that MW3 gets, like, for dance yeah. level might be hard, but just in back, like, back on the up and up of just, like, having more tournaments to play. Because, bro, in for dance, there was a 50K, 100K, 50K, 20K, 10K, 50K. Like, bro, there was more money in that than there was in, like, you know, again, like, what I was competing for, too. It's crazy, which is not a bad thing. It's awesome. Regardless yeah, of yeah, Warzone yeah. or anything. That's sick. Even that, now, like, I got in for dance, like... There, yeah, there were 100Ks every week, and like then Caldera uh, mods were like the first. Mm-hmm. Mods, not as many terms. My parents were bringing up like, like what happened? Like, 
because I, I would make most of my money from tournaments and they would just they were like like what happened like where, where are the the tournaments are at yeah. it's just they stopped happening yeah no, so I mean, hope, hopefully amount of war for three is good i think i think it'll be tournament. yeah i think it'll be a like better i i mean i don't know what your opinion on warzone 2 is fully like just from the game's point of view but like uh, i think it's like the I, worst game i've played in the sense of call of duties i like it and i've had fun with it but it's it it is it went backwards in so many different ways in my opinion I, I went to Europe for a month. Yeah, so. yeah, that's why. That's that's, that's why I figured. Yeah, that's why I figured the same thing. Yeah. So like, I, I think I, we're I, gonna I go up. I think MW three again. I don't know the. I don't want to set crazy high expectations, but I think it will be much better just because of like how low the bar was set. But to have the silver lining of that, that global Warzone series land everything that they just, they just did was incredible. Mm -hmm. The viewership was incredible. Obviously, lots of money to be made and all that. And that was with one of the worst Call of Duty like. Yeah. you could kind of do it with so if we have a little bit better of a cod and we keep doing stuff like this and pushing it and marketing it i i think warzone and everything can get bigger even the cdl like everything like i think call of duty can like the whole entire tide can like rise up so i think we're in a pretty good spot in that sense so i'm happy what i I'm think excited. uh mm -hmm. what i've noticed and and just to, to finish your point like obviously yeah. the peak viewership or last weekend was higher than I think almost every CDL event except, except for one. major, except for major, major three, three where yeah. optic made the run, um, which is crazy. Warzone is a little bit of a bigger, I mean, the community is a little bit bigger. Wait, did it CDL peak system. during solo yellow? Do you know? I'm not sure when the peak it had to have, it had to have, I can, bro. I'll ask, uh, I can ask you to matter, Rob. I would love to know that because this guy, Skull, had 380,000 people. Watching a one v one v one while he was on the top five, dude. Insane. insane. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to that, we'll get to that yeah, in a second. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, I want to I want to just walk back a little bit second because you talked mm. about this, and I want to get this off the front of the show. Okay, is talk about the Signal Fifty thing. Um, yeah. Because I think to your point, look, we got this big nostalgia marketing thing going on for this next game. That's basically the marketing thread for Call of Duty. Yeah. This, this next title. You guys love the old games. We gave you MWR. You love that shit. Uh, we're giving you all of these old MW2 maps and you're going to like it. Uh, and the community so far has been good and we'll see like what COD next and all that stuff, how it goes. Um, but I do think though we should discuss Warzone that y'all have to play a meta with the single 50, 50 that sucks. So my question to you guys is like amongst the competitors, how serious was any real GA conversation? And in general, would you guys like to see more of a situation if we're going to see more lands or this land kind of repeat um, and they continue to build the competitive scene, more control or more conversation around restricting things out of the normal hub rule set to make the competitive version, the custom version of the game a little bit better. I mean, I'll I'll give it to Skull because Skull, so I, I competed in Warzone, but not like Skull and Skull and everybody else. Like I just started, like I'm still like new in that sense. Like I've been around a long time, but not like him. Like he's been in the ins and outs. So like, yeah, what do you think about that, Skull? You go first. Uh, ho hopefully that actually like actually happens more restrictions and stuff. Mm -hmm. Signal fifty, <laughs> no one except for I would say a few teams wanted it in the tournament. Like I did not want the Signal fifty because last year we won with the Grenko, and that was the most overpowered weapon in the game. That was crazy. And the Grenko was nuts. No, yeah, no bullet velocity. It's semi-automatic, ten-round sniper. Yeah, it it was nuts. And like now this, yeah, the signal's not as good, but there's the movement is slower, so it's uh, it's two shots like. If you hit the first shot, you're most likely gonna hit the second shot, mm -hmm. and that just made it way more campy. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think the best customs was uh, with the ISO Hemlock. I didn't play any of those. See, I did. See, I didn't get to experience that. But like, I could just see 
just from the few that I played, when you did play more of an AR meta, you just had more room to finesse and do so much yeah. more. And like I, I understand both sides of the the argument of like sniping is obviously fun to watch sometimes and blah blah blah. I just think like three of them was obnoxious, like on top of roofs and like what Skull said with the movement. It's like it's a, the movement's slower. They also you don't really get repercussions for using a thermal on it. It actually kind of helps your ADS if you put the thermal scope on and compared to the regular scope. And yeah. like it's just like it just slowed you down too. So I feel like if they wanted to try and find a compromise, having like one per team might be like something that you could work with. But yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people wanted the signal 50 meta in general, because Skull, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just feel like if you end the, if you got held like edge zone, most of the time, like obviously good teams, there was like a lot of people used the RNG stuff and like, there's not a lot of RNG, bro. The best teams usually are the best for a reason, but like there are some times where you just got like held edge zone. And there's nothing you could do with the signal meta, bro. If there's three signals yeah. looking at you and you got the gas behind you, it's hard. You can't smoke yourself out because there's thermals. You, like you, there's, there's so many things, different things. So it really like slowed down the pace of play. And like you don't have any repercussions for playing really, really campy. Like even like the sense you don't have to keep your money up because like, even like with flares and stuff too, like if you had a few yeah. just from a bathroom, like I, I don't think a lot of people wanted it. And I know some people did. I guess my point to it is... I, listen, I'm a huge advocate for Warzone and the CDL. I want people like Skull and everybody else, all the younger players, to like really have something serious to play and not just be the CDL. I think if everything gets bigger, it helps. I think like yeah. having more feedback and some more restrictions to make it a little bit more competitive on the ranked play side, the competitive side of Warzone, I think could be really cool. Because I think if they had a better system of feedback between players earlier on, not just a day before the tournament, because I know people were kind of raging like during that warm-up scrim, I think like you can find a place where you can just get better rules to have more competitive stuff. Cause I do think like the signal meta slowed a lot of people down and it was just kind of weird. And like, obviously you had to adapt. There was no excuse. I mean, you guys got fucking second. You guys killed it. But like, yeah. it's just still something where I think three of them on a rooftop were just kind of rough. Even dude, the first game you guys killed the school. I like in oil when you were on the black site, I was on the edge zone. I had Biffle and like Shifty to our left and we were fighting them. And then you guys were just raining down hell from up top, dude. And was, Wait, were you uh, behind that green box? Yes, I was behind yeah. the green box. Yeah, you, you guys you guys kept cracking me. And I was like, I literally like had no, I, I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do, bro. I'm just going to try and run. And I just got slammed. Like, and there were so many situations like that for so many teams where it's like, yeah, you can rotate. But it also made it harder to rotate with cars because you would take a car and just get sniped. If it wasn't an LTV, like it didn't really matter. So I think there's room room for it. You can obviously find a compromise, but like, I yeah, I hope that they used the, how successful this tournament was to have constant feedback and do that. But I don't think there was a serious GA talk though, Ben, because yeah, getting 150 I people, I don't know, bro, 150 people to abide by a GA, good luck. And there's ground loot, yeah. bro. There's ground loot. What do you pick up a ground loot signal? They don't know that. You know what I mean? How you how you? Yeah. But this goes back to where we always talk about TDL. It's like if someone breaks a GA, what are you gonna do? Well, yeah, it's not like you're not going to scrim them because there was no scrims anyway. I just think to your point, whatever, hopefully, you know, Activision, the people at Activision that run the World Series Warzone mm -hmm. products and at least can work with the devs. And I think start to like, you know, I get it. I get it if you're Activision, right? Divergence from out of the box creates confusion for viewers, confusion for players. I hate but that I argument. I do think you do this. I hate the argument too because I think that making a better viewership and playing product for competitive like solves any of those concerns and i think as long as internally the people that can 
hopefully solve this issue with ammo now from this thing being so successful with the understanding that like it could have been better without the signal matter. Hopefully they're able to, to your point, I think it starts with adding more restrictions or any restrictions really in a rank play. And then the rank play rule set becomes your competitive rule set. And you deal with any diversion topics as things are introduced over seasons there and you, you create a better game. Yep. I think they have a lot of tools there, bro. First off, great, great ad. Finally in Warzone, we've been asking for it for fucking two years. Podcaster, it makes it way yeah. more watchable, yeah. bro. Tournaments are impossible to follow for years and your years. And you watch PUBG, caster client, Apex, caster client, fucking Fortnite, got a great caster client. And then finally with this event, we saw what makes Warzone watchable is when you can use the caster, they can use replay, and you can tell better stories than watching POVs where it's just tough. You gotta listen to comms, you don't really know what people are on the map, you don't see x-rays, like all that stuff. Yeah. Don't and, uh, going back to Sniper, Sniper's been a problem since Verdansk. Mm -hmm. I remember people want a GA, the car 98. Yeah, so I remember that always, too. always just been a problem. Well, it's it's just tough because like you 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 walk this line where like listen, sniping is fucking awesome. Obviously, I in the yeah, Call of Duty, sniping. people love sniping. I love sniping, but like at the competitiveness, yeah. like again, the triple Grankos, first of all, that gun was ridiculous. Yeah. That wasn't that was more than a sniper. That was God's freaking to do it all. Yeah, that was that was insane. But anti-tank rifle. Yeah, that, that, yeah, it was insane. <laughs> but like in general, like you want the sniping aspect to not be ripped away from competitive because people that do watch like to watch sniping. It's a cool play style that people do like seeing. But like again, like having multiple the multiple of them is just like crazy. And I actually like the not one headshotting, like I guess from a competitive standpoint. But then the signal came out and it was just like too much. It's like, I don't know. They have to find some way to get it in because yeah, even when it was the car 98 K or the Swiss, like those one shot headshots running around like crazy too. It's like it's just, you have to find a balance of it. I think that's the best way to do it if you want to find a compromise or just don't have them in at all. But I do, I will say, as much as I hate to say this, I do think like people do like that play style and it is pretty cool if you can have a good sniper on your team. So it's like, I, th they'll, they'll try and find it, but they definitely have to have a better balance than three signals because a lot of gunfights would be f more fun to watch from the Codcaster's perspective and casting too mid-game. Because I feel like Warzone Endgame is really fun to watch and really fun to be a part of. But like the mid game with the signal meadow is just like damn. Like, yeah, all right, these no guys one, here, no these guys here. Hell, yeah. Like, why would you? You get out of a window, you're fucking dead. It's yeah. close to ARs and you're just trying to like oh, dude. More, more suppressing fire. LMGs more suppressing fire. It's well, a totally different field with snipers and it's too slow. And it's fun because like the better teams like Skullface, your team, you and Soka and my Apo, and then obviously like every other good team too, Biffle and them, and everybody, anyone like that's consistently like top ten. That with AR metas, those guys run around and hunt. You guys don't just sit and play end zone and just like, oh, like, damn, they like, dude, you guys run around and hunt, get your kills and then play smart for the multiplier. Like, so you'll see a lot more fun engagements by the best teams because of that. So it's like, I think that is like what you want to push for, for the most part. And like, I think they can do it. So I, I, I think with how successful this event was, I think there is a world where they can keep doing it. But I do think that the war zone scene in general, from just being a part of it for a little bit in the competitive side has to try and get organized a little bit more to provide feedback as best as possible too, like, yeah, like collectively, because yeah. that's also hard too. And I get it. There's a lot more people, but there has to like get more, even like, hopefully we do more shows like this. I know polls check and Hector is doing a great job there, but like just get more like community ideas behind it to give feedback. I think it'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think in the CDL, we have that momentum generator. I know that took years, bro. That took years, years. I, I know like, now it's easy because you know like we have the flank mm. and just twitter's active yeah. but like even then back then like just the way that the discourse ran through and i think 
right? The people like Adam Apicella and like the people who ran MLG, they helped kind of be in between with the developers. Like they were able to solicit and like filter that feedback in a meaningful way yeah. and get stuff changed. It's a little bit harder, I think now, just for the nature of war zones and the player base of of that game compared to something that's a little bit more of a smaller group and more niche. But I agree with you. I think like the success is there now, just some more adjustments on what's out mm -hmm. there in the sandbox so that the, the playability is better. The viewership product is better. If the viewership product's better, it's you're gonna bring in sponsors, you bring in sponsors, yep. you're gonna have more tournaments with bigger prize pools. Like it just becomes more of a self-fulfilling, mm -hmm. self-funding scene that's less dependent on like how the season launch goes. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's still at the end of the day, like for any game, like you know, and Call of Duty especially, like the early release is gonna determine everything. But if you can remove some of that slope, it's helpful. Yep. I agree. All right. Let's uh let's switch gears for a second. So mm -hmm. um I know you spoke about it earlier, like a, there was a first time traveling for like a lot of people. I know in like the CDL scene, people are kind of used to all being in one place, but like maybe you two can speak to it. Just like, or this is like the, the first massive, massive 150 land. Mm -hmm. Then what Warzone, like what was it like with the whole, you've had a Warzone community basically being in like one spot for four days. Uh, it, like it, it, it was awesome. But like, I, I met people and I talked to people, but like, right I was there to compete, so I, I really just hang out with Soka and my Apple. So I didn't really go out with anyone else besides them. Especially, I, I uh, arrived uh, the 14th at midnight. So everyone had the full day for the 14th. So I, I didn't really, you know, hang you, out you, didn't, you didn't have that day. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have that day. Yeah. Mm. To like actually hang out with other com uh, competitors. Did your, did your flight get delayed or was that by like intention? Uh, I, they just gave me a 14th flight. Like, I. You just got a late flight? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of tough because, like, the jet lag and shit and just, like, the time difference. So, yeah, like, having that day was actually kind of nice. Uh, I won't right, even lie. I could not, I could not sleep. Yeah, no, that's, oh, that's, that's terrible. Rough. Yeah, no. Chris knows I'm, I'm the master of, like, I, whenever I go somewhere, I love to get there at, like. Yeah, you get there, like, six days early, too. You get there, you, you know, get, you get there, like, Monday, bro. I love, I love that shit, bro. You go like, golfing. You got all, your whole routine, dude. Oh, uh, well, that's you, but, like, uh, <laughs> No, nah, but it's like you get there early. Yeah, like time checking in is difficult, but you get the whole day to like check out the city. And yeah. God forbid you get any travel issues. It just gives you like more room to deal with. I know a lot of people love flying in at 4 p.m., but like if your 4 p.m. flight gets canceled, you're then you're yeah. stuck. And if you can't get to an event, well, you know, it, there's a lot of problems there. But that's crazy, though. He didn't have a choice, though. It's not like he like chose, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy that they chose a flight so, so, a flight so light for, late for him because, uh, like, yeah. I also didn't mind because I, yeah, I've yeah. been in London. Yeah, so, you've been there. Yeah, like, I didn't like. I felt like I didn't really need to see anything. Of mm. course, I probably saw could see more things, but yeah, there. Yeah. I'm there. You were you were there. You yeah. were there to win, and especially yeah, after like, especially after last year too. Like, I mean, you guys were a favorite. You guys were one hundred percent a top three, top five favorite, to, no matter what. And so it's like you were there to win, and I actually like what you said, especially because like, like for being twenty one, being there and only hanging out with your teammates and stuff, like. Listen, there were there yeah. were there were quite a few people that were there that were there to play and maybe win, like you know, but like they were out drinking and shit too. You know, they were they were they were doing they were like it felt like a little bit Ben like earlier uh, earlier CWL days where people were just like at the bar on like a Friday night when they had a Saturday morning match. You're like, yeah, well, like what are you doing down here? You know what I mean? Like what the hell's going on? So you should be watching. Yeah, Bob, yeah like, that's like, what I mean. So that's gonna that's gonna go into probably one of the next topics we talk about. But that that's nice to hear that you guys are obviously dedicated. I talked to Soko a little bit. I don't think I've ever said a word to my Apo. He's, I don't know if he's pretty quiet, but I just haven't really talked to him much. But yeah, Soko seems pretty freaking dedicated too. So 
that's yeah. dope yeah that's cool that you guys are hanging out together because like bro a lot of people especially even probably people watching this in the cdl world always say like oh like anything can happen it's warzone like i'm telling you man like there is definitely rng to warzone there is obviously uh, yeah. but like the same teams do good every tournament for the most part for the reason that like there's a lot of consistency to it too of being good at it there is a gap to warzone and like the guys that take it like that like again like scully or your team you obviously have biffle's team you had like fifa's teams that have done good throughout the year plenty of teams i can go down a list like they they take it serious for the most part you know what i mean like a lot of those guys take it really serious so it's pretty dope to see that you guys obviously were chilling together and stuff and like focusing in on that <clears throat> I know, uh, so we got a couple of audience questions. Yeah. Um, we tweeted out. This one's from Goji, and this is kind of where we're going next. Goji's the goat. Which I, uh, Goji's yeah. the, the goat. <laughs> uh, I know that it can be tricky to kind of practice this customs environment in Warzone. Like, for both of you, starting with you, Skullface, like, how did you and your team prepare for this event? Um, well, of course, bad reviewing. Bad review makes sure we have time played with each other, of course. And, well, so there, there, people would host Twitter tournaments and most of the time it, no one would want to play, you know, just a scrim for, you know, just for mm -hmm. practice. It always had to be money. And, uh, I'm like, let's screw the money. You know, like it's like, it's like what? $10,000 tournament, $5,000 tournament, like screw that money. Let's win the money in uh world series. Let's actually try new landing spots, try new, like, different way uh different ways breaking on teams and just new different rotations instead of just playing for the money which i i, I thought a lot of teams did you said oh money is on the line i want to win the money instead of it's it's a scrim so it's it's for practice not you know yeah. not to win the money yeah that's crazy because like those those like yeah those preparations and stuff like those tournaments is what you said those twitter tournaments are really big ben like in the world's like world, world's yeah. own world like that was like a lot of the practice, not just like months before World Series, but they were those were going down like what he said earlier, the ISO Hemlock meta, like way earlier. And like yeah. I remember playing with FIFA a lot in the morning, FIFA and Symphony. And FIFA would always play in those tournaments too. Like he was super dedicated to most of them as well. And he always I always used to make a joke because I'm pretty sure I mean Skull, you're probably on the team too. Like he used to play against Soka's team all the time. And like that would be like the number one and two teams in those tournaments a lot of the time. So like, yeah, it's pretty dope that you say something like that too, because again, like Instead of just playing for the five thousand dollar tournament win, you guys want to make sure you're able to land in so many different spots, and yeah. that's super underrated, especially with the meta that you ended up playing at World Series. Like, bro, like you, landing edge zone during this tournament specifically, at least from my point of view, and I'm not as experienced as you in this, but like, it's hard to rotate. Like we said, so like getting center zones, like so, certain sometimes you might have to switch up your location of where you normally land just because you, you, yours is way too risky of a landing spot to like then rotate in it. Like it might screw you over. So like if you're familiar with the entire map, that could just completely change everything. Like you should be able to land in multiple spots and be like, all right, this is our strat. When we land here, you're going to this building. I go to this building. We get this money. This is what we do. You know what I mean? Like we know who's yeah. going to be there. Like, I, I mean, to ask you, like, you knew where everyone was landing. Like if you landed yeah. at certain spots, you knew who, you knew what they were doing and how they were doing it. Right. And yeah. like, I feel like, again, like you have like some of the best teams that are also preparing like that, like there, it's not a coincidence that a lot of these teams did really good. It's not. So that's pretty dope. Yeah. And also in Twitter tournaments, like pass, even when times we didn't even go to the pass, no one would land there because we, that's, oh, that, I know. That's our, that's our spot. Bro, so dude, like, yeah. In these Twitter tournaments, people like, okay, that's like, people just claim their spots. It's like, okay, like we're not contesting that team. And other teams might have free landing spots too because no one wants to fight mm -hmm. them off rip. 
That's funny when I when I started uh when I started competing because dude I only played I think I did the math yeah like World Series of Warzone was my thirtieth custom game like that last like I I did not play like a lot of customs but when I did start like lo- looking around for landing spots and seeing like who goes where and stuff like yeah I remember pass was like was well I was told that that was your spot like I was like that was yeah. those, your guys and like that's a no go yeah that's that, that people it's it funny it's like yeah you don't contest them over there and it was, it was funny so yeah that's how a lot of people thought so it's it's cool that you guys obviously like treated it more like actual practice like you said it's actually supposed to be practice and not yeah. just like hey let's go win this five hundred dollars each you know what I mean like let's yeah, actually yeah. yeah do that all right that's dope dude well cool uh so we got another question um this is from uh dendro uh this is to, to your skull uh obviously last year season two of world series of warzone you were the the winning trio which i think is that armor plate that's on the wall behind you if i'm not mistaken is that what that yeah. is that's, Did, uh, that's, that's dope trophy. that's really cool <laughs> Like, how would you compare the difficulty of that to, you know, this tournament where you got second in trios and first in solo? You say this was harder, or was that one harder? Uh, like I, I, I thought about this. I'm not, I'm not really sure to be honest, because this year, oh, uh, this year felt like, I don't know, like last year for the Caldera World Series Warzone, there's a bunch of teams on top. Like everyone was competing, competing, competing. This year it was like two or three teams that were actually competing for first, mm-hmm. which like made it different because like, especially with movement, the signals this year, it's just way more campy when last year people were way more aggressive and could actually make, make great plays. Yeah. Even with the stims and the gas and stuff too. Yeah. Stim, like the durable like stim stims. Plays, gas plays like it'd be 30 guys up and it's just half the te- half the players are in the storm just stimming. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I want to say it has. I I'm not sure. I want to <laughs> say last year, but like we did come in second this year. But I just feel like Biffle's team. They just they just dominated. Like all like uh, getting all the yeah. They 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 had a crazy they had a crazy teams. day. They, they was just on a roll and like yeah. They like we had a change up like we had to land on them like I think we landed on them three times just trying to find them because no one else would kill them. Like okay, we gotta <laughs> we gotta get them out. You know we gotta we gotta chalk our game plan to get them out because they're doing yeah. so well. Yeah, that's cool too that they, that you actually have to have mid game adjustments like that too though because that yeah. is that is also like. I know in the Fortnite world, people talk about like griefing each other in the sense of like landing on each other and contesting. If it's like, bro, like that's yeah. also, I, I think that's kind of corny in the sense like, it's also like a strategy. Like, bro, for example, if you're in second place and you know the first place team is landing pass or observatory or wherever, or Saeed, whatever it is, land on them. Like you have to, you know what I mean? Like you have yeah. to like kill, you have to kill those guys yeah. in order to get them out of the tournament. So you can obviously have that big game while they watch you do that. You know what I mean? So you can put up that 50, 60 point game and they get five points that game. You know what I mean? Like do it. So you see a lot of Apex too. Like yeah, it has I mean, less players in Apex, but but it's the same concept. To get the, yeah, yeah, in Apex because you can you can kind of grief the ground loot, and it's a little bit more effective in that than it is in in say Warzone. But mm. yeah, I mean, kind of being again to your point of because you guys put in the work when you were you know scrimming to try and do different shit. You, I assume it more confidence to switch it up as the tournament went on, and when the, and the maps went on to try and you know change the, the dynamic because you were getting kills, they were getting kills, they got to a lead. You guys got in a position where you had to try and get them out early, so they couldn't fuck up kills multiplier etc and keep building on that mm-hmm. yeah yeah this year was i like i thought it was gonna be uh like i'm pretty sure everyone thought it was gonna be a low score for the team i did in first i did yeah i don't know how, how many points did they they had like 150 160 
don't know. They had something but crazy. They, yeah. They had, I'm loading it right now, they finished the tournament with 218 points. 218 points? Yeah. 125 kills. Damn, I did not 218. That's, yeah, that's, wait, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, and that's for being wild. land with the top 150 players, I, I don't think that should happen. 200 points. I, I bet they were amazed too. It's like, they probably didn't think they were going to get 200 plus points. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, we're going to talk to Shifty probably later in this week, and I'm going to ask him a bunch of shit, too. But, like, listen, I, I know that team is disgusting. I know Sage, oh, yeah. Biffle, Shifty are disgusting. You guys are the same thing. Like, you guys are, like, one of my favorite picks of stuff to win, too. And there's a couple other teams, obviously, TB and a bunch. But, like, bro, I think, like, they played incredible as well as oh, being, yeah, yeah. like, one of the favorite teams. Like, bro, like, I, I, I'm, like, dude, I can't believe how many kills they got either. Because again, yeah. like they're really good, and I've played a few of those tournaments, and they've played a few of those tournaments, but but they had like an actually insane day of Warzone on top of just being like good. Like, dude, that that is nuts. Because there was all those warm up tournaments and stuff too. Like, that, those numbers are just insane, for, especially yeah. for how like slow it played. I actually thought it was going to be outside of them. I thought it was going to be a little slower just because like I thought some people were going to get a little bit slowed down on land just because of the crowd and stuff too. And it happened with some teams and some players and stuff, but. Yeah, dude. To the, the amount of points they had was fucking wild. Yeah, I, I probably yeah. say this year was harder than you see. Mm -hmm. it, like it was, it was just different. Like one side of the map would play so slow, then the other side of the map it would play yeah. so fast. It's just it was just it wasn't smooth, you know. Yeah, and I also think it's last year. I feel like last year, again, there was more skill to like just a the movement, b the stims and the playmaking and stuff. Right, like I feel like you can have a lot more like finesse to what you want to do or like this year again like no matter how good you are dude you yeah. had the wrong team looking at you in the wrong rotation you're dead yeah, so, i mean yeah, bro biffle and them we killed biffle in them game harder. one like you know what i mean like we were we were griefing the shit out of them while you guys were on top of that building like and that's what i mean those guys are so good so it's like yeah like i i think for sure this year was pretty tough yeah would, yeah, would, definitely would you say like i guess like yeah like do you think last year was like more consistent with just like how much you can do because i didn't compete last year really at all like like I like the, the level you guys did like consistently. Like, did you like, would you think that was like more consistent in that sense? Like how much, how much did you win the world series last year by? Was it super close? Uh, I don't even remember. I'm not, I'm not sure. I think we maybe had like 20, maybe at least a 20 point lead, I think. And you, and least. you guys were like relatively favorited for that, right? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we came in first in the TKR mm -hmm. and the, the custom qualifier. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Cause I, I knew, I knew like towards the end, specific, like from my memory, I remember Shifty and Hisoka were getting a lot of gas towards the end. Shifty had the whole cheating accusation shit. I knew a lot yeah. about Hisoka. And like, I, I, so I knew your team was supposed to be pretty good and stuff too. I just didn't really like understand fully because again, I wasn't like super into the scene. That's dope. Well, All right. What's up, Ben? I, I think to your, oh. to your point, like someone came in my chat, Chris, and said, mm -hmm. like, coming in, I think Level Sage and Shifty won, or they were like, in terms of these, Tier one Blondell tournaments, they won like four in a row, nine of the last thirteen. Like, oh yeah, it was clear there was they, you know, they're kind of, oh, they're they're good between you guys, you yeah. guys, them, TBE. Like, there 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 was a like kind of a, a little bit of a gap in competition, and uh, you know, obviously, what let's just get let's just get into it. Like, a number of players across the all those teams have been kind of accused over the last couple of years of cheating. <laughs> um, I think it's been discussed a lot, but those players came out and world starred on you but, know fresh pcs all that stuff but go ahead nah listen dude i'm gonna say this as, at least from what i've seen bro i'm still seeing 
people talk about how like even though they did it on land and you guys did it online school you did it on land like a lot of those people not everybody but a lot of those people still like believe that like oh like they're still cheating online but they weren't cheating on land like bro i feel like you're never going to please everybody with that just yeah. because how the anti-cheat doesn't fucking work like it's probably supposed to in a sense like probably could be a little bit better like valorant and stuff we talked about it in cdl world whatever but like not, not, you're not, not gonna change it yeah that's what that's what i mean like I, I like i get both sides of the argument in that sense and i and i understand why again i've said this i understand why people why people do it i get it but like yeah people still think that like d and them were really good on land but then also we're just eating online just because they can cheat online it's it's, it's gonna be uh, that, that's just, that, that does not make sense <laughs> yeah no i mean it makes sense if you consider right. that, that the internet has made people delusional and believe conspiracy theories. Yeah. No matter how much evidence you throw at them, they still just stick to their guns. Human beings are fucking stubborn. And second, and, and I will call out these people, there are people on Twitter and YouTube that know that they're spitting bullshit, but their entire brand, their entire content creator niche is built around like building this mythos of cheating around certain individuals. And they're always going to stick to their guns because they're never going to pivot that's what makes them money so it doesn't matter what evidence you throw in their face it's gonna fucking grift so all these hacker hunter people like aren't gonna change what they think just because unfortunately even you know diaz and shifty went out and world star people you went on land world star people like they people think swag's fucking cheating like i i don't get it bro i really don't and i'm it's just at this point it's just grifting yeah we shouldn't get these people attention yeah, yeah. We shouldn't, I, to be honest i shouldn't even fucking brought it up because we shouldn't we really legit shouldn't give these people fucking attention I'm not even gonna lie. I was actually spaced out during that, so I'm actually happy I didn't hear just what you just said. So I'm gonna keep that out of my mind. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I actually spaced out, so we're good with that. But yeah, we could we could move on because yeah, I mean that topic again. I I totally see why people are on both sides of it, just because again the anti cheat and shit. But that's a whole topic that I don't think will ever get fixed unless they decide to do something about having a more invasive anti cheat. But again, that's a whole different topic. That's not not for today's it, it, conversation. Like it's just hard. It, it's war zone. All you, all you have to do is just point your gun and shoot yeah it's also very it's underrated how easy yeah i mean yeah. bro even but in warzone one it, I, they, I played, they, I played warzone one today bro, i played warzone yeah. one today bro i can't believe how much visual shake and shit that's on your screen in a warzone two that you don't even notice anymore considering like you don't haven't played warzone one bro warzone one is so smooth bro so smooth yeah, I haven't played it in a while. bro i'm telling you skull if you get to play it i think it closes down tomorrow but like bro it is so smooth that there's no visual recoil guns like don't move I, I dude it's actually fucking unbelievable but yeah on to the next topic i'll actually ask this one because i see it on it but bro so going into so two things i want to bring up to this but going into the solo yellow mm -hmm. how confident were you in to actually how like were you in in yourself i guess to like actually win it and obviously we'll talk about how it felt when you won and i want to talk about the sage thing too just because people want to hear about it but um yeah. dude like I was saying, I think I was talking to Teep today, like, or someone, maybe it wasn't Teep. I don't, I forget who it was, but like, you're actually good at solos, right? Like yeah. you actually, yeah. like you're known for also being a good solo player. And there is a complete difference between being good at trios and doing that and also being a good solo player. It's a whole different ball game, in my opinion. Like, were you like, were you confident? Like you had a very good chance. Like, did you go into there like thinking that? Uh, well, they did, they did an interview like for mm -hmm. social media. Yeah. And they um, asked people who you think is going to win the solo yellow. Most people didn't say themselves and, I said I was going to win, so I won. There you go. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, so I was pretty confident. Yeah, no, because because I, I, a lot of people and I, I knew that, like said again, like you can be a good solo player where you can find yourself at the end game majority of the time, and once you make it to end game, those decisions actually 
again, limiting that RMG and making the right decisions in the moment is like a skill. And that's like where I was saying like, that it's not just anything can happen. Even like, I'm pretty sure bread made it to the end and you didn't use the ride shield. I watched, so I broke down, I actually made a I YouTube like video. So I'm, I mean, Hisoka, Hisoka won the Warzone warm up one. He won the warm up one that we ran the, ne the day before. He didn't use a ride shield. Scump didn't use a ride shield. I don't think FIFA used a ride shield when he won his. And I don't know anything about the blade guy because I didn't watch back then. I'm assuming he didn't. I don't know if he did. But like, I feel like the, the ride first shield. Guy? Uh, yeah, blade. I'm pretty sure another. There was yeah, another yeah, solo. Yeah, yeah, no, he he did use a ride. Oh, he did. He okay. Did I would say I don't remember. Again, I didn't watch, but like, I feel like a lot of the winners end up not using it because I again like. I feel like when you get to the end game with the ride shield, you're so limited. And even like yeah, the yeah. even like where you were, Skull, like they were so limited. They couldn't do shit to you up there. Or they had the SMG and the ride shield. They were staring like you, you were in a, such a good spot. So like, I feel like in general, there's just so much to it where like, yeah, again, like there's going to be a consistent amount of people that probably make it to the end game just because they're relatively good at solos. I mean, Soka didn't win it, but he was, he was there with you. Yeah, I know he got the no-name PA and shit, which was like, that's like, unfortunate yeah, but like top 10 yeah but that's what i mean like he was there again he won the one before like there's a way to do it too i'm not like again i'm not the best solo player and bro you know you know we fought each other's skull in the first gunfight of the game in that house where you landed that was me that was you i dude yeah. I, I watched your gameplay today because i was doing like a video what? of like what like how you landed and yeah. yeah that was me and you i had a regular pistol so i ran away because i didn't want to challenge you because you had the auto. yeah i had no idea where you went i'm like what the hell is oh this i dude go? me me and you <laughs> cracked each other and I was like, fuck, I didn't find a gun. And he's got all the pistol. I'm gone. And I, I just dipped. And then I ended up dying because I fucking, I moved around too much like an idiot. But fucking, yeah. That's funny. I didn't realize that I fought you. <laughs> like, we, we cracked each other to start that fucking game. Were you, were, were you planning on landing there or were you going into, or going into the tunnel? I want to go into the tunnel of the observatory. And then I saw six people do it. And I was like, uh, yeah. I, I, I landed there in the practice game. And oh, you did? There, so I'm oh. like, let me land there again. Nice. Yeah, dude. I, I was going to land in like the observatory tunnel and try and get a bunch of good loot down there. And then as I was landing in, I saw a billion people there and I was like, fuck. And I just went to that building and that was just yours. That shit was funny. Someone in your chat is asked, we, we'll talk about this briefly. And I'm curious what you guys think. Should they add, I know they like to do the winner takes all things solo yellow. I get it. Do they add a little cash prize for whoever gets the most limbs landing that map? No. Sure. Yeah, say I'll, I'll take 10 K. Oh, you think I they think should do that? Yeah. I'm not sure if you guys think if that is a good idea or not. Well, I'm going to be honest. I think the solo YOLO in general is cool, but I also think like they can do like other cool stuff with it as well. Other than just like the yeah. one game. I do think it's super entertaining and it's fucking awesome in the sense of like, I mean, school, obviously you love that shit. And like, you know, when yeah. scump wanted, I thought that shit was dope. Like it adds for crazy entertainment, but I also think like there's a world where you can still do other things to the main competition. And I also think solos in general would be pretty cool if they actually did like some solo tournaments and stuff too. I guess my point is, is like, I I feel like it like the one day event skull like I feel like we could have had a, like so much more you know I wish we had like a two day yeah. event where like maybe there was a solo thing or a, or a rebirth thing or something like I don't know but do what the Fortnite World Cup did because the Fortnite World Cup was like five days you had like the mini games day the first day which is their <laughs> equivalent of like Chris even the U.S. Open it was their equivalent of like the Arthur Ashe Kids Day before the tournament kicks off yeah yeah and then they had they had like uh, solos duos whatever across the other different days. Yeah. And like to create the variety. I don't see why you couldn't do that for Warzone. I think so. Know? Yeah. I think it'd yeah. be pretty cool. Maybe, yeah. Maybe day two, instead of 100K, it's 25K. Yeah. First like, and have multiple yeah. games. Mm -hmm. Like, just do something different where it's like, again, like, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of cool shit you can do. But at the same time, with everything I just said, like, there's just no denying, like, like a hundred grand on just winning yeah. one game is just not the most entertaining shit of all time. Like, bro, 
I'm telling you, yeah. I was watching Bread from my setup because that's like who I was spectating. When I was, I was locked into that shit and I was dead. I didn't even win, but I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like I, like, yeah. like I was locked in. So like, I, I get it, but it, it's, it's, it's nuts, dude. That is, yeah, it, it's just crazy. You could, you could win uh stage one, stage two and the world series and not have enough. And you have less than the hundred K solo win. Yeah, no. So that that's that's yeah. like I guess so like, like the competitor in me is like yeah. I wish it wasn't like that yeah, too I, though. You know, at least at least first like first place they got thirty three thousand mm. each. Yeah, we got twenty six thousand each. Um, maybe just just more money for first place. Yeah, like honestly. just yeah, like just yeah. giving giving Wait, more money like, to that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I think even I think if you the, sorry Ben, uh, I, I, I think even if you dude, even if you did a solo YOLO. And it was 50k or or 10k or any dude any amount of money for a solo yolo i still think is crazy think about it for winning a solo so it's like i think there's so many other things you can do but again at the same time yeah the solo yolo is hella entertaining so i get it that shit's dope yeah um uh, this this is sort of my next question extension what? of that right so we're, we're talking about like you know, you know how can they do this better I, I think we're getting the conversation of like does this become a yearly thing it's become like a, a twice a year thing do we combo this you know, we had major one last oh, year in CDL. I got a, I got a good answer. Like CDL, Com Mobile, Cobol. Like, what path do you think Activision should go down, like, building out this program a little bit more? Go so, ahead, two things. Before before um we get, like, fully into that, I want to ask why I want to get this. I don't want to get, like, sidetracked really quick, but I do have a good answer for that, Ben. But so, also, right. your gulag, by the way, because people want the chat. Chat wants oh, to talk yeah. about oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah, yeah. so, from what I got, Sage... Obviously, I watched Sage run up there with the pistol and do it. But I'm pretty sure Sage just doesn't like playing the solo yellows. Like, I don't yeah. think... Yeah, like, people were being weird about that. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he likes playing the solo yellows. Like, I don't think he played the last one either last year, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, I, just, I watched back his POV, too, and he was on he was on a dirt bike doing wheelies, backflips <laughs> on a dirt bike. <laughs> and, like, that... Yeah. that under, like, I was confused, and I'm probably like, I understand that was his second Gulag also. Mm -hmm. He did final Gulag token. Yeah. And, like... I, I didn't even know that was him the gulag for some reason it did not show any it didn't you didn't see the name i didn't get a name either i, I, I didn't yeah. i didn't even know who, who i was going against and when i when i killed him i like i was looking back i wasn't looking at say i was looking for the ref because i'm like what the fuck what's is happening happen? like mm -hmm. like is it a reset dever like what, what's going on i was yeah. just confused yeah no and that's and that was my thing is like i saw so i watched your pov because i didn't get a name either when i was fighting in the gulag it was just a blank name and i was yeah. like who the fuck am i fighting but I think like, yeah, I mean, dude, like people are saying like a bunch of different theories and bullshit. Like, I mean, bro, you didn't even know who you were fighting in the gulag and you took that shit hella yeah. serious, bro. He was shooting in the air and you were like shoulder peeking and shit, making sure like you got that kill, obviously, because no shit. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was just, that, that was a crazy thing. And I mean, bro, at the end of the day, like there was a lot of, as, as crazy as this is to say, cause again, like there is a hundred K on the line, but everyone has like their own idea of that yeah. and like some people just don't really like the idea of the solo yolo and playing it because of how like ratty it can be and they're yeah. just like fuck this so i i guess that was like a, in his sense like how he thought i mean he just won the tournament too because people were calling like him like not a competitor and stuff and i was like bro the guy just won oh, the tournament dude, like some some like yeah. bro some some uk cdl pros are taking pops at him on time well, he's just I, like... I, I saw that and i i get what they mean but at the same time like the solo yolo is just like insane in general like i you know what i mean like i don't know like it's not like he's not a true competitor like some people i guess just don't care you know what i mean like i don't know like it's just like 
what it is. The dope ran out from the fucking trios when when he was in the gulag, and it's like, fuck it, like I'm on the yeah. I'm on the come down. No, that's what I mean. It's like, and I, they, I mean, it is 100k. Like, why not try your best to win it? But like, I, I mean, I feel like that's just his decision. So it's like, it yeah, does like, yeah, like yeah. Like, uh, what am I supposed to do about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like that's what that is. Nothing you like, can, like, like, I, I can't, it's not my decision. Like, yeah. Get up on his mind. Like, you fought him, and they did, it's like you fought him, you killed him. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. it is what it is. So, yeah. I, I just, I, I know a lot of people are talking about that, and everyone has like their opinions on that situation. Yeah. It was just crazy, but it's like, yeah, like you didn't even know who you were fighting. Like, on because yeah. I watched it. Like, you got the glitch with the, yeah, there's just no name. So, so Warzone like, equivalent of Kanye's moment at the VMAs. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like, so it's like, I, I, I just think in general, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was just like a crazy thing, but it is what it is type thing. Yeah. And there's nothing you could have done. Like you just won and you kept doing it. So it's like, yeah. But anyway, to Ben, to your question about next year and stuff. Yeah. And, listen, and events and all that. Like, I think like, like this is going to sound crazy, but bro, like I wish there was a way to combine CDL and Warzone in the sense of like having a war zone event or like a land or some sort of the sort like at CDL events or majors in a sense of like, oh, you're not crazy for that, bro. Like, cause I like, look, <laughs> I don't want it to take over the CDL event. It's a CDL event supposed to be a CDL event. It should be obviously, yeah. but I'm not, listen, I'm Thursday and Friday of CDL events can be kind of like, sometimes there's cool matches on it. Sometimes there's upsets where like a winner's teams and the losers. And all of a sudden you find like, you know, like something crazy. But like but it would be usually a fucking snooze. Exactly. Dude. Like, and like it would be really yeah. cool. It doesn't have to be 150 people because that could be like a lot. Again, the, with the stages and the venues and stuff, I know there's so much more logistics that go to it. But if you could find a way to incorporate both Warzone and CDL at an event, that shit would be fucking dope. And again, I'm not oh. a big believer of putting Warzone and CDL against each other like you see on Twitter all the time. I think CDL and Warzone come together. And the bigger one gets, it helps the other. If the CDL yeah, explodes yeah. tomorrow, it helps Warzone. It's vice versa. Like, it can only help. Yeah. And having the community there and stuff, I, I think it would just help COD in general. So, like, Bro, I feel like this shit would be dope. Let, let me, this is the, the Anim app. Let me explain why I agree with you. Because we, we go to these fucking arenas, and you can't do this in arena, but you can easily do it in a convention center. You know who wants to be there now if all this shit's there? There's all these sponsors and partners. Yes. Because if they have a booth there, and there's fucking, like, 40k people there they're going to get their return from their investment by bringing their crew out and all their gear and selling stuff like i think we got listen the arena shows are great you know the theater mm. shows like major four in uh in uh, uh vanguard year was a fantastic show i love going to toronto yeah no they're they're they, they're cool for sure yeah. uh, but raleigh was a great example of why what i think we need to see more in the college community like and for know, not just a cdl and warzone chris like cod mobile is getting bigger mm. and bigger every year that's a global yeah, Cod Mobile's huge. Like you, yeah. Cod Mobile's huge. Code Bowl is a yearly thing. Like, there's so much synergistic opportunity for these different IPs and titles to be at the same event and create these experiences. They're going to be difficult to do in massive arenas. They're going to be easy to do if you go to any one of the number of convention centers that exist globally, both in the US, UK, Spain, whatever. Like, I think it's going to happen. I, I, think I hope it does. It'd be sick. And it would give Warzone players more to play for, too. Like, the more lands yeah. for the Warzone guys, bro, like, I, like Skull said it and like I know you didn't hang out with too many people you're there to compete like I fully yeah. understand it but like bro like having that community get together and see each other and hang out like that's awesome that's that's an experience in its, in its own right so it's like again the more you get everyone together and stuff and do all that like the cooler it can be and it'll also be cool too. like obviously you know have some of the CDL like 
people like they can have people representing them in that tournament if they do it. Maybe not their actual players because they're probably focused on their tournament, but I'm saying like you get the CDL orgs maybe more involved with it too, just in the sense of that. Like there's, I feel like there's a lot of room to do really cool shit that could just be awesome for everyone in the community, not just one side. They're not against each other. It's not this first that like, I don't know. So I think there's a lot of cool stuff that we can do. And I think if we do it, it'd be dope. I think lands on some of the CDL stuff in the convention center could be awesome for the Warzone guys. It gives them more stuff to play for. And again, there's going to be Warzone people that go there to watch the Warzone stuff that end up falling in love with the CDL vice versa. That happens. There's a lot of people in my chat that have said that, that like I started watching Warzone because of the CDL and then vice versa. So it's like, I think it just helps from every angle. That'd be cool. Well, let me let me put it this way, Chris, and let's go on to your thoughts. You know, we're seeing the the rundown here of like, especially the Activision ran franchise leagues. Let's go back to Open Models. I think Overwatch League. You know, we got champs coming up for Overwatch League. It's probably the last Overwatch League event they're ever going to run. The owners are going to activate their buyout clause. That's going to be that. CDL. I don't. I don't know. At least from my perspective, if the CDL will be in its current form after next offseason, that could also move to an older format. And then we get back to the MLG days, and that's going to be the best for everybody. So, Goldface, I'm curious, like, if you kind of agree with this, you'd love to participate or be at some of these, like, combo events. That would be awesome. <laughs> like, why, like, why would I want to compete at, at LAN, meet everyone again, you know? Yeah. yeah. Who, who, who wouldn't? Yeah. And like, I, I do watch the CDL, but mainly I'd rather just, I'd rather just play Warzone. Yeah, Warzone you know? guy. Yeah. I mean, happens, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather play the game instead of watch. But, you know, like you said, I play Warzone, I could start watching CDL more because I'm at the events and I see it. Because I won in Vegas was awesome. Yeah. I was like... It's, it's, there are little things they would need to figure out. Like, I, I just think you inevitably run in this issue of like, okay, the Apex moment for the Warzone tournament, the Apex moment for the CDL tournament cannot happen at the same time. So there's a no. big yeah. scheduling yeah. exercise that needs to get figured out and that may require more event days, which requires more money. But that's a solvable problem. Like I, I just think the opportunity is there. Pe you know, World Series of Wars on this event was sold out. Like people were in my chat. Oh, the viewership was crazy. Event if I had tickets, yeah. and I'm like, I don't got that kind of pull anymore, bro. No, that like, viewership was crazy. <laughs> the the fan, there was a bunch of fans there. Like I'm telling you, it was a, it was one of my yeah. top favorite experiences in like Call of Duty history of like all the events I've been to. It was a fucking awesome event. And like, again, yeah. you can have that atmosphere and continue to grow from that. And like, again, like combine the two in a sense and make it really cool. Like, of course there's some stuff that you have to get around, but I think it would be worth the trouble to like try and find out the best way to do that. Cause again, I think getting everyone together and growing both sides of the scene wouldn't hurt anyone. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think the best way to do it, there's basically two ways this would happen. Way one is that we get like Raleigh last year where mm -hmm. it's CDL major one, a bunch of other stuff, blah, bleah. blah, 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 Activision run event. Or we sure. go back to a third parties operating these events under a license from Activision, mm. like we had in the MLG days. At the moment, there's not a lot of different tournament organizers in the Western world. They've all pretty much unified under the Savvy Gaming, ESL, yeah. Facebook group, DreamHacks, whatever. There's like PGL, and that's basically it. Mm. So those are the two paths. I'm curious to see which one happens. I just think it's obvious, and I'm curious on the Activision side if there's momentum now after this, if there wasn't before see how to make that marriage happen because it would be a banger they would just yep. own a weekend you have the ability to just own a weekend from the esports uh angle and and make it grow so we'll see what they do uh, i want to talk about something that chris you and i are fucking tired of talking about but it once again came up 
after the win, Shifty, you know, did a press conference. You're going to do this right now? Yeah. He's, well, we talk <laughs> and I know it. you're going to so do it, but yeah. Stage thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, he got asked a question about CDL, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to paraphrase his response, but basically it was like, you know, I would think about it, um, but the, you know, the, the amount of money would have to be correct. And mm-hmm. uh, some people in the CDL world, like, took exception to that, which I disagree with. I broke this down to video wide. They're dumb. Um, <laughs> but this goes back to, and I want to start with you on this, Chris, and then Skull, I want you to yeah. respond of like this stupid notion and, and lack of understanding that like talented gamers can exist regardless of the game they're playing in. I know Chris, you probably feel that way. I know Clayster went to Twitter and said that. What, and what Clay, back what Clay stu- said is what I agree with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, cause I think if you want to take the point of like talented gamers and how to develop young people and it basically ties hand in hand with this. Bro, Shifty's 19 years old. Skull, obviously you said you're 21. Like a lot of these kids are really young, which I didn't realize. And again, that made me feel really old. I'm pretty sure I was one of the oldest people competing at the tournament, bro. It's fucking crazy. But like, join me being old, Chris. It's great. Uh, I know, but <laughs> that's like, right when you wake up. But, you know, but, but my thing coffee. is like, I feel like we've seen this time and time again, and I think we've seen it in crazier ways. Like, bro, I know. Look, I know Shotzi came from Halo, and he was like a world champion in Halo. He was insane. But like, for him to switch games in completely switch a game to then learn Call of Duty from start to finish, like from the bo- rock bottom of Call of Duty. Like, he's never, you know, the Halo and COD are not similar in that sense. Like, was crazy. And a lot of people had a lot of shit to say about him when he did it. Enable was very similar, too. A lot of people had a lot of shit to say about him when he did it. And, like, there was a lot of people, too. I do think Snipe Down would have been really good if he kept going, too. But he, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't play get good teammates and ghosts. Yeah. Like, and, like, yeah. a lot of people are, like, gatekeep some of that talent. I don't know. There's a, probably a bunch of reasons why. But, like, I, listen. I think people take both sides of the argument just too extreme sometimes. I, yeah. I'll look. Like, I'll save some of this of Shifty probably when we talk to him more. I it's think. I, listen. I, listen. Sure. Listen. I think Shifty's incredible. I've been around Call of Duty a very long time. I made a career of pulling up like players that like aren't supposed to be very good, or like you're like they're obviously like they're not going to perform on land, and they carried me to championships. That was my whole career. Like. <laughs> Frosty was also very good. Yeah, someone said in the chat. There's plenty, plenty of examples. Formal. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Like I'm saying. There's a lot of examples. That's the issue with this. But but, yeah. but like, my point is like, I like I do think Shifty can switch and be good in the CDL. People say extremes like he would be the best player in the CDL. That's a diff. Yeah. That's that's where like that's where like people get like upset and then the argument just becomes like stupid. It's like they're like bro. Shifty is more talented than a lot of people that like a lot of people you think I really do. And now do I, would I say like, let's go, you know, pick up shifty and put him against simple to on a starting roster and just hope for the best. Like that would be fucking dumb. But I also think like with how talented he is personally, from what I think, like he's going to probably play multiplayer next year to start the year. If he gets like right people around him and stuff, like I think he'd be pretty good. Like he plays S and D he's really good at S and D. Like he has potential. And now with the money being right and stuff, like that's where it becomes hard for some of the Warzone creators. Like Biffle is my favorite example to use this. Yeah. If Biffle joins the CDL, he's an idiot because mm-hmm. he's getting 5,000 plus viewers a stream making all like a shit ton of money, unthinkable amount of money with all the other stuff. For him to play in the CDL, like that would just be insanity. It was like when Scott, like they're yeah, not to be on a top four team, like your team. Yeah, you, that, that, like, that's what I mean. And, but even that, but that even that, he's probably making more money than that. Like he yeah. Biffle makes a lot of fucking money. Like, and that's like my yeah. thing. So it's like cer- certain there's like certain things that you have to think about too when you're making that decision. But like Shifty is in a little bit different of a spot than Biffle, obviously, just for the bunch of stuff. So like he might entertain the idea. And I do think he has a talent 
to switch over and be good. Now, again, there's a lot of other stuff that goes to being in the CDL when it comes to awareness, your attitude, attitude is huge. Competing, watching VODs, that culture is the biggest difference between a challenger player and a pro almost every single time. There's so much other stuff, but like pure talent wise and stuff, like if he, if he has some of that and he gets the right people around him, like he would be really fucking good. Again, you can't solve the, the argument of like, oh, well, you know, Biff will just switch over and be the best player in the fucking universe. It's like, that's just dumb. That's just a stupid argument. But I do think people like Shifty, there's a few of them that can. There's also a few of them that like, I think might not be able to, but they, they, again, there's a lot that goes to it. So it's like, I think people are just like weird about talent sometimes. I don't know. Joel, what do you think? Well, uh, <clears throat> uh, who, who's the youngest guy in the CDL right now? Probably 18. <laughs> Uh, well, you have Snoopy to be probably. 18 is the youngest that, like that's yeah, like the yeah. age limit and i want to say snoopy is the youngest yeah 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 18 yeah like i i can see why warzone players go i i think people when uh this topic comes up people just think they're playing warzone one day then they're already in the cdl yeah out of nowhere just like, just like a snap just of like a finger that. yeah just like that i was like oh you're good enough here sign and then <clears throat> i'll see the see the argument oh then all the challenger players were smoked uh Warzone players like you think you'd compete in the CDL, but like if someone's good enough and like Shifty's young and he, he has time to improve in the CDL or challenges, whatever he starts with, like why not? You know, why if someone has the skill to do it, why then they could do it? Yeah, and you no, know? and I agree. That's I, I, I just feel like people, yeah, like, I, I think people just think it's like, oh, you're playing Warzone one day, then you're gonna be the best. <laughs> CDL player. Yeah, it's you just, just snap your fingers, and all like, of a sudden you're yeah, you're simping like, it easy. <laughs> like, it, like of course they gotta put the work in. Like, mm. to put the work in, probably have to work harder than most challenger CDL guys to you know start performing well. But why why not? You know, if someone's got this talent, I think Chris's point, which I think is so key, and we'll talk about probably which shifty on Thursday. Attitude, I agree, Chris, because that's the biggest. You thing. probably agree with me on this. Those first couple of like really good teams that you play on or pro level teams will dictate a lot of your future. Like if you are yep. playing with people, they're going to teach you the wrong type of habits. going to bicker and argue and play selfish. Like you're just, your career is fucked and you're going to have to work hard to get another chance. Or if you play with the right people, we'll nurture you and develop you into a player where you become a fucking God. And that's how you start winning championships. So like, yep. I don't blame someone like Diaz or shifty. Like, yeah, it fucking like, the London or this figure that the Charlotte were away. where the fuck they're called now uh, came calling and I'm on like a bottom feeder team, but I've seen what's happened at franchise the last couple of years. I'm not going to take the opportunity and chalk my career, but if like, you know, Atlanta phase suddenly, I don't know. MC broke his hand. Yeah. We need, we didn't need to get someone. And then I had an opportunity to play with Simp and Abizi. See, but like, see, I that, might actually think about it because I can develop. Yeah. But see, that's where I like, you're talking extremes right now. Like, bro, I don't yeah, listen. Like, like, like that's, that's like my problem with like this conversation. A lot of times, it's like I, Shifty ain't joining Atlanta Phase, bro. Like, like just straight up, like that. To that's insane. And I'm not saying that because I don't think Shifty is good. It's just like that level of jump is crazy. Yeah. But at the same time, there, there are, bro. We have seen a lot of bad teams in the CDL. Ben, bad, bad, bad. bad. And a lot of the times. They don't always make the best pickups, even out of challengers sometimes. Sometimes they don't do challengers. Sometimes, again, like if, a lot of it's poor management, a lot of it's bad culture. Usually it's mainly bad culture. But like, yeah. bro, I know there's a lot of challengers grinding and I'm not trying to like, you know, negate some of the challengers that are grinding and stuff. And there's also been some challengers that have been around for a long time and just haven't really done crazy things too. Like there's so much, 
that goes into it. I know some challengers, there's politics to it too. I get it. I get all sides of that. A lot of but politics. Like, but like, yeah, bro, like there's a world where like you can invest in someone like uh, we're using Shifty as an example, but even if it was like Diaz, like where it's like you can let him stream, do his thing and like see if like, see if he has any potential and like kind of like just like mess with it. And like, there's a world where you can do that too with the right people around him. Like it just depends on, all, there's just so many variables. But yeah, like what Skull said, like they're not just going to, Shifty's not going to spawn in tomorrow, yeah. play hard points, and just be God himself. Like, 45 in that. Yeah. Point, yeah. But, like, there are a lot. I mean, I personally think that he has a lot of potential. He's young. If he has the right attitude. Like, I've talked to Shifty enough, and he seems like he does. But, again, I don't know him well enough to know that. Like, he probably has a lot of potential, a lot more potential than a lot of Challengers players. I'm not saying the top Challengers players. Like, there's some of the, you know, some of the better guys. But, like, there's also a lot of Challengers players that fucking suck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's also a thing. Like, there are some mid-player challengers that aren't that good. No offense, but it's true. So it's like... Oh, yeah, you're spitting facts like, so, so, like, again, you can't take this to extremes, but there, you, it, it would be insane to think that, like, someone like Biffle, I do think Shifty passes the eye test with talent, too, and a couple of, like, again, like, we can go down the list, whatever, like, wouldn't be good if they did it. Like, it's like... They didn't? Like, no, you're good. What's up? Uh, didn't Aiden something happen with Aiden, uh, New York subliners? Like, uh, I remember he was on stream, he was talking about how they offered him something. I'm not, I'm not sure, like I'm that. not sure about yeah. Aiden. Like, I was like, it was, I know it's in New York, bro, and, and their roster decisions. Like, they were asking, bro, our social media manager for the flank at one point got consulted on roster decisions. Subliners had a weird history of they figured it out, though. Rosters. They did figure they, it out, they figured it out this yeah. year and, and got it done. But, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe at some point they're like, Aiden, would you like to play respawn? And he was like, I don't know. But I, I think, listen, I think we should put a pin in this, Wait, Chris, because I'm, I think what? I'll just give a final thought because I'm say one asking thing. Shifty to no, yeah, uh, yeah. follow up his comments. Will be well, no, here. Shifty will get way more into it. Two things, Trent. Yeah. I actually am not throwing straight at Doug at all. I actually think Doug is really good at what he does in the, like, sensor Doug in the sense of challengers of bringing up people. And, like, I think a lot of the people that Doug plays with su succeed because of, because of him. Not saying, like, he, like, I think his culture and attitude and mindset to a lot of that thing, those things is good. Like, I feel like Doug would be the guy crazy enough to do something like this, pick up Shifty and, and stream and let Shifty stream. Like, I feel like he would be one of the people to do that. But regardless, Bro, here, here, here's a Doug thing. Boston is so fucking smart for the deal that they have Doug, because if yeah. you look at all the people that now come through their team, like Doug had a big hand in like selecting a lot of that talent to put on the amateur side. Scouting is like kind of a like not gassed art in the cdl i know something you're really good at chris i know clay who way down the shifty issue is someone that's good at this are you like you make doug's your got that ability too that's how you yeah, career finding stays people long. and like yeah. more orgs should like you know invest bro, in people like that like you know what i mean bro people that win even like bro you win by making good teams you don't just win on your own like forming a good team and knowing who to team with and knowing who not to team with is a skill plain and simple like, I, 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 I always guess up Krim 6 with that shit, too. Like, Krim was winning before the Optic Dynasty, too, but, like, Krim knows how to make a good team. And I was like, for the most part, like, Krim, like, your, your career, you have to be talented, but, like, also knowing who to play with and knowing who not to play with and all that stuff is also a whole different topic. Not for this, though. But, yeah, I, again, I, I think, like, there's a lot to it, but I do, I, I, I truly think, like, it would be foolish to say, like, someone like Diaz Biffle, again, like, I don't know if he would be the best player in the CDL, like people say, because that's obviously faded, too. But I do think he would also be good. And also, being in the CDL and doing well doesn't mean you need to be simp to busy. Because I also think like people be comparing, like they say like, oh, they're just gonna join and be like get the next Shotzi or this, that, that, like all these other guys. It's like that doesn't like bro. There's other players in the league. You know what I mean, like you can be in the CDL and not be that. 
that's obviously doesn't mean you're at the top and shit. I get it. But like, that doesn't just mean, you know what I mean? Like there's so much more to it. So it's like, yeah, I can't wait to talk to Shifty about it though. Cause that'll be more. He'll be, he'll probably be saying everyone's ass, but like, yeah, it's just, give me, give yeah. me in tomorrow. Uh, yeah. He, he's ready. Knows I'm a uh, king of asking the federal questions. Yeah, so like, can, that'll be fun. Yeah, a lot of shifty on that. Well, let's move on yeah. before we take community questions. I got one thing. We're going to hit a little bit of a slow mm. period here for a couple of weeks. We got con next coming up at the beginning of October and then it'll, you know, we'll have mm. the betas and it'll be slow again. And then, game comes out chris i know you tweeted out today mm. you're thinking about running solo yolo tournaments you want to like yeah. expand on that like some of your thoughts well i i've so mainly speaking right now with solo yolo tournaments i mean listen if there are sponsors and there's money in it and i get more money and funded in it fuck yeah i would do that shit all the time i wouldn't even play in my own things i i definitely want to compete in warzone and have fun with it but i also want to lift up the warzone scene and cod scene as much as i possibly can so again if i could host fucking tournaments for everyone to play and i would do that shit in, in a heartbeat even if they were more serious too without ride shields and shit it'd be dope but I also just want to do like more fun tournaments for my community and just people in the Warzone community where it's like, we do some Soliolos, I buy you MW3. We do some Soliolos, we do some cash. And then if, again, if there's pe the right money comes in, then fuck yeah, I would do more. Team up with Tommy, I would do that shit. But like that shit is fun to do. Like again, like it's kind of ratty and stupid, but at the same time, it's fucking awesome. And again, it leads for crazy moments. Obviously like, you know, there's just so much shit to it. So there's definitely a lot of cool stuff that we can do with that too. But that's obviously depending on money yeah. and a bunch of other stuff but right now i, I want to just do like smaller stuff for you yeah so talk, we should talk hit, out hit, this hit off i have an idea okay yeah but yeah we can move on to the chat q a really quick because i know skull we've kept you here for a little bit but i do appreciate you obviously hanging out and everything but yeah if there's any chat questions here. on any of our chats ben skull mine we'll take a few left and then we're probably gonna wrap it up because i have to go eventually and then skull's got to go stream and do his shit too what's I, up ben? i go eat dinner but i guess while we wait for some questions skull like what's next for you like are you first off are you going to con next but like in the meantime like what are you doing stream wise over the next couple of weeks now that you're back hopefully i go con next uh just streaming just all right now just content gonna you know make make everything gold series uh winning the solo yellow just playing ranked and driving with driving with chat Till till the new COD beta comes out, yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I don't believe there would be any more tournaments unless, unless Twitter tournaments. Well, host those maybe some resurgence ones. Maybe maybe yeah. we sneak a few oh, vondles. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So there's a, maybe. there's a resurgence tournament coming out. I hope nice. so. I hope so. That'd be dope. But yeah, I, I think on the Activision funded part, I would assume they're going to save as much money as they can until the release, and they'll they'll yeah. you know empty the bank account there. In, in Verdance or after World Series. Uh, Boom did do the last dance for Verdansk. Yeah, that tournament, which was like 150k prize. That was pool, huge. Yeah, which, which was big. Yeah, it's just tough because like Efuse obviously ran a bunch of tournaments, and like, yeah. I don't know if you guys think that Efuse like they're not in a good spot right now. And I know Boom's pulled back a little bit from running tournaments. Unfortunately, it seems like the third party money's dried up a little bit. But I could see that coming back around. And I when think the that's game's less, not ass. You know, it's, well, it's a combo <laughs> of that, and I think spawn, like, not I even know, just a. Yeah. I think mean, there's a call to anything like sponsorship money yeah. in general has kind of decreased across most industries. So it's just tough for the third party folks to run tournaments. But I think a lot of stuff is going to really um, happen uh, uh, probably around launch. I saw a really good question. Let's okay. let's do this one first. I got, I got like one or uh, two as well. Chat, yeah. Um, which was, uh, and I'm going to ask you this first skull face. Like, would you love, would you be unopposed to like having coaches like they do in Apex and Fortnite? Like in Warzone, you pull up to a tournament, you coach behind you, you could talk to them. After map, like, is that something you're open to as a competitor in trios, for example? A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I would think that'd be awesome. Have a have a coach, 
just they 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 see something that we don't keep us calm and collected have a bad game it's like okay because i feel like a lot of people uh especially if I, I can't speak for other teams but like i'm sure like someone makes a mistake you know someone's like uh like <sighs> hesitant to call them out you know yeah yeah like if they make a mistake yet i gotta let them know and i feel like if you have a coach you know that's their job you know it's like you did this wrong you should have done this to do that so I, I think that would be cool well i i think chris you agree that i mean you and i've talked about this a lot like i i like yeah coaches are very helpful in pointing out mistakes but sometimes you don't always want to have that card is the one that you play you want to be more of a moderator sometimes like a coach can be very effective depending yeah, depending on who you're in that conversation yeah, yeah depending on who you're working motivating. with yeah it depends yeah. on who you're working with like motivations wise too it's like again mm -hmm. like yeah there's there's certain players that don't need to be told how to rotate in CDL or even Warzone, yeah. but then there's certain players that need to told need to be told like, yo, shut the fuck up, and like yeah. you're being a dickhead to your teammate right now, yeah. like you know what I mean, like let's let's figure this out and get to the bottom of it. Like you can have very petty arguments with your teammates, I'm sure you know, like yeah. you know, so it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that like again like I think coaching in that sense always helps. Obviously, if it's the right person with the right team and stuff, so I think it'd be pretty cool to like. Well, What's that up? would just be for like lands though, right? Or would that be like probably me? I mean, it depends how big Warzone would ever get. Right now, I yeah. don't think it's at a time where you're doing it for like yeah. Vondel yeah. tournaments and shit. But like, if it gets bigger and it's more consistent, and if there's like some sort of a league or anything, then it's a whole different story. But yeah. like, yeah, like it definitely could help. Again, like there's just so much to it. But I, I think the scene would have to get a little bit bigger before that happens. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It would have to be like, yeah, hundred percent has to be bigger yeah, for okay. coaches. Because I, I talked to FIFA. And he FIFA made like a pat uh, like a joke earlier in the year, like during the ISO Hemlock fucking minute, hell early, like asking me to coach him, Oki and Wiz. But like, mm -hmm. like it was more like of a joke. But at the same time, he's like, bro, you know, I would let you watch our tournaments and like talk to us and like not teach FIFA how to play Warzone because he's obviously very fucking smart. Yeah. But like just like in general communication, teamwork, like you know, I'm pretty sure Oki's more of a quiet player. Like you're like sort like bro, small talk and and getting your trade, bro, challenging someone fucking together so you don't. I have isolated one on ones where like. That shit, like, there's so much stuff that you can still work on without it being, like, just fo solely focused on a strategy of Warzone, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. but at the same time, again, I don't think that's there's room for that until yeah. it's become more serious. If there's consistent lands, like, every single major or something, now we got a consistent team that we're playing with, now we're talking different story. But, like, again, that's different. You know, there's just a lot a lot of that. Um, I'm going to see. I think that well, that was actually one of the questions from my chat. So that's that was perfect for me. Yeah, that's where I got it from. I'm sorry, I ninja it. Oh, you you stole that from my chat. Okay, yeah, I stole that from your chat. I understand. Third, a third party of your chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're cool. But yeah, I mean, I think with that being said, again, we we were here a long enough time, bro. Skull, it was it was fucking awesome having you. And again, if you ever want to, we're probably going to do a lot more episodes like this. We definitely want to do more. Like again, like with more than one person too. So like you and your teammates or any of your boys in Warzone, or we'll we'll talk about it. If you ever want to be on it, feel free to hit me up. And obviously, of course, if you ever want to run games, like dude, you're you're more than welcome. But before we do this full outro, this is also going to be live on YouTube, and it usually does pretty right. well because everyone's been supporting. We appreciate you guys. But you want to tell them where you're going to be at and where you're going to be live and all that stuff because obviously this is the time to plug yourself for all this shit for a lot of CDL people to watch too. Free plug. Yep. Uh, be live on Twitch every day. TikTok, post TikTok for your skull face, YouTube videos. And uh I'm I'm mostly live. I usually start my live stream to like one, two, three, three PM Eastern. Okay. Is what I'm usually live. And yeah. your and your Twitch is Skullface49, right? Skullface49, yeah. yeah. Skullface, that'll be in the description and everything. I just wanted to make sure. 
But yeah, guys, if you guys want to check out one of the best play Warzone players on planet fucking Earth, bro, you're looking at him right here. The solo YOLO winner, 100K. He said he yep. said that he set the record of the most amount of money made in a day of Warzone, which was what, yeah. 120 26, something? 000. Yeah, 126,000. So again, yeah, if you guys ever want to go drop <laughs> yeah. him a follow, bro, you go do it. The super cool guy. But yeah, dude, we appreciate you having. This was our first Warzone episode. This shit was hella fun. And again, I want to yeah, do more, yeah, I want to do more CDL, more Warzone. Maybe get CDLN Warzone, a guest from each. You know what I mean? Like have some fun. Just, them, just, just them talking shit. Probably, yeah, yeah. Probably one like around COD next because yeah. I think people come back from that event have a lot of thoughts. We'll probably. Yeah, we'll get we'll get so, Shifty and then yeah. I think Draza was tweeting crazy too. So we'll get Shifty and Zach. Get Shifty yeah, and yeah. yeah, there you go. Be, we'll get them in a call together. A but uh, yeah, dude. So again, I appreciate you. Uh, you know, being here, being a part part of the stream. You were our first ever freaking Warzone guy, so that was awesome. And then everyone in the chats, bro. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys drop a like on YouTube and everything. We're going to be out on YouTube tomorrow. It'll be live just how it always is. You guys know where to go. Everything you guys need. The audio stuff will be in the description as well, like the audio, audio versions. But again, Ben, appreciate you obviously taking your time here. We got to be more consistent, Ben. I know I, may, I know I blame you, but it's also me. It is also me. Yeah, but we again, gotta be a little more, but it's, but listen, the summers is fucking boring. I, but, but bro, like, there's, yeah, but see, see, this is what we're missing. I know, I know the CDL can be boring, but the CDL can be boring, but bro, <laughs> the war zone's never boring. People are always talking shit about each other, bro. There's always something to fucking know, talk about in war zone. Some good war zone yeah. drama this summer. That's what I mean. Covered. So oh, yeah, crazy, that's what I'm saying. So like we can get yeah. more war zone guys involved in this too. Cause again, like COD in general grows. It hurts. It helps everybody. It doesn't hurt anyone. So that's, that's the episode. I appreciate it. Drop a like if you're watching on YouTube and see you guys in the next one.